Hey folks, welcome to the Unsung Podcast. Holy shit. Step right up. Oi, oi, oi. I was standing there outside the room when I did that. <laughs> DVDs over here. That's a that's a voice not heard uh, since always until victory until until victory. <laughs> Get it right, fuck's sake! It was only last week. Inverted <laughs> <laughs> commas. Uh, what is this? This is this is the piss up in it. This is the Christmas special. <laughs> but I mean, what is it? What, what is the pretense of what we're trying this to do? This is a Christmas special. Um, so we get together in a room. Uh, every year, every four years, we've got to get in a room. No, four years, we've done it every, every year. year for four years. <laughs> every four years. I've seen you guys for four years. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mayans put this podcast on. Um, yeah, so it's our Christmas special. We get together, we get drunk, we talk some pish. You you kindly provide us with some questions and we answer those questions for you. Um, hey, it's also episode 200. Uh, it's episode Whoa, 200. Fucking hell. Steady on. Whoa, now. That's <laughs> mad. I've that never. Is. What other things have you done 200 of? For four, for four years. <laughs> Don't every answer week. that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it not the average for a podcast is seven episodes? Is that not the average? Really? That's somewhere. Yeah, like most oh. people are really energised about doing a podcast and then they just get to this point around about like five, six, seven where they just mm-hmm. are like, right, fuck it. I'm yeah, not doing it anymore. Just bit up. Yeah. Um, it's called Pod Fade. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's what they call it. But yeah, um, four years, man, it's a long fucking time. To be doing this shit <laughs> it, f- Four years If they were normal years But the last two years In particular Because mm-hmm. it's weird Thinking back In the first two years Because they were Sort of normal <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you turned up You did it You mm-hmm. left When we first started Doing the podcast Episodes were like 20-25 minutes long mm-hmm. We'd do like Three a day And then We'd be all set And now we're like Sitting there Pouring over notes <laughs> Directed by Peter Jackson <laughs> JD and everything <laughs> aye, aye That's true That's true um, Yeah no it's it is, That is a landmark It is a landmark It's fucking You should have a wee toast to that I'm going to pour myself a drink I think uh, What I, are you drinking today? I'm, I'm drinking a very fine mulled cider uh-huh. Vicky what are you drinking? I'm drinking a nice Malbec Oh lovely Mark? I'm drinking a beer called Mangoes on the mangoes on ang- mangoes on with face that can't be right that's what that's what that says M- mangoes Mango- man goes on with faith yeah, mangoes like, on with face spot the word mangoes oh. yeah I know <laughs> it's one of the very f- one of the very few beers left from the glass from the from the, the, the Glasgow the, yeah, from Glasgow and the craft beer scene that's not it's a company that's not run by abusers so you know oh Jesus well they get off I know of yeah um, by Northern Monk it's very tasty yeah Good. Um, I'm on the red wine as well. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's you know. somebody else's year this year because I pushed the boat out last year. And I think my hangover is just to be cleared up. So uh, yeah. Well, I see you've got a bottle of special reserve port mm-hmm. there. That well. is not mine. It's and close a, to me. There's a <laughs> bottle of vodka in the fridge. Is a bottle of vodka just in case. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I brought well, some um, some music themed beers in case I run out of my old cider. We're going to take a, a, a little break. You you maybe won't notice, but we've ordered in pizza as well. But It'll be we, a seamless edit. It'll be seamless. <laughs> It'll go, oh, the pizza's here, and then we'll all sound much happier. Much happier. <laughs> Less grumpy. What was that word you were talking about, Vicky? What word? Misof- Misophonia. Misophonia. So Vicky uh, doesn't want us eaten while we're doing the, the show. Cause to be honest, I have listened to podcasts when somebody's chewing, and it's fucking horrific. Or, or even if, like, see Patrick Harvey out at the Green Party, right? He just does a very dry mouth. And every, <laughs> every time he talks, I'm like, drink some water, mate. He's like... <laughs> He's really oh struggling, no. but see, Misophonia. Get out of here with your anti-progressive agenda, right? 
Um, that misophonia is no laughing matter, by the way. That's like a painful mm-hmm. aversion to noise. Um, it really can drive you nuts. So. I used to work with a girl who, who sat at the same bank of desks as me and <laughs> was allergic to the sound of your voice. No, no so there, was a, there was a guy who I sat next to who used to, who, who, who like, they knew, like, she like she had like, misophonia and he used to always eat apples really loudly right in front of her just to fucking annoy her. Mm-hmm. Um, now he runs a it. craft brewery in Glasgow. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Eating his pol- pulled pork sandwich in front of somebody. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Freshly pulled pork. Beef brisket. Um... <laughs> Right, so we have a host of questions in. We've also got a host. We've got an extra host. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we have <laughs> an extra <laughs> host. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Uh, Vicky? Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, by the way, we all took tests before we came in here. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rumour has been... the smartest? <laughs> 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 the rumour's been cutting about the internet. Uh, Mark, I found out that you were actually notifying people who were sending in questions that I'd had COVID. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not like data protection? No, just it was, <laughs> no, it was just it was just that, it was just that one you person. It, to it was that one question on Instagram because there were, she asked it like way after we'd said we asked for questions and we'd, rec- we'd released episodes. And so you were like, right, okay, well, seen as Chris nearly died, yeah. I'll allow it. Exactly. It's like, well, actually, we've not recorded it yet because Chris got COVID. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I got COVID, but uh, I got really lucky. How was it? Um, it was. And you said, honestly, Vicky would like to deter any sympathy of any sort for me. No, I, it, it was mild, but that is not for me to diminish it. I am fully aware of how fortunate I was to get such a mild dose of it. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we've got mutual friends mm-hmm. who really struggled, and I, I know mm-hmm. people who are still struggling. People, My stepmother had a spicy dose of it. She oh, was in she, hospital. She was in seriously, seriously oh, unwell, yeah totally fine now so um, so we are absolutely not one of the podcasts to play it down quite fortunate that all four of us treat it with the seriousness that I think it deserves Um, so yeah we have tested I am fully recovered nobody else is currently positive and hopefully it stays that way until you get your boosters and then onwards Um, it has taken a sledgehammer to both mine and David's work right now I I worked out that for 20 of the last 24 months My job has been the opposite of my job <laughs> Cancelling shows So it's like I'm like a bin man Just going around Emptying fucking shit on the pavement Just cancelling shows This is not what I signed up for Yeah I, I've literally cancelled Every single show That I'd booked for this week uh, And it's likely going to continue In that fashion Three weeks now Yeah so there you go. Aye, some buzz, eh? But we are definitely Brilliant. going to inject the end of your year with a little bit of euphoria via the hilarious comedy stylings <laughs> of the Christmas multi-part special, <laughs> uh, which extended into four last year. It's not going to get like that this year. Yeah, we'll try to keep it tighter. going to see it. We'll try to remember it as well. <laughs> I hope people who listen to that can really fully appreciate the, the sort of weird ethereal fog that it disintegrated into, because I think... At some point, the recording stopped working. Yeah, because we definitely asked questions which which were not answered on the yeah. podcast. So we had a conversation that you never heard, and it sort of became a bit like remember the Caretaker album that Ben Power picked? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like like a nineteen twenties jazz band <laughs> recorded at a distance. It became very very trippy and surreal, and I don't remember getting home. And actually, when I we record this special in a different place, and for reasons of crowd control, and um. Arriving tonight, I got some really vivid flashbacks. <laughs> oh, is that where the toilet is? <laughs> I remember in. that toilet. I've been having Triggered. dreams about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's not going to be like that for me tonight, but we'll see who picks up the mantle. Uh, Mark, any any admin? Yeah, so before we get into this, we've got uh, two things I want to get out of the way. First of all, thank you to Jordan Butler, Corey Robinson and Ryan Taylor for your, literally a contribution to give us money to drink tonight. Mm. So thank you very much for that, our Christmas gifts. We appreciate that very much. Uh, and... 
if you listen to this on Spotify, which half, almost half of people do now, wow. um, they've just recently launched, a, as in the, in the last week, a feature where you can now rate and review podcasts. We need 10 for people to actually see that and actually helps get up the rankings and shit as well. So if you're on Spotify, hit that button and just give us five stars. If you give us one stars, I'm going to send Dave around and he's going to fucking kneecap you. I'm not a violent man. Exactly. He's not, that's, that's how, that's how you know it's going to be bad. <laughs> he'd, he'd nibble them off. <laughs> Coax um, them off. <laughs> yeah, just lure them down your shins, sliding in like a cat under a duvet. Right. <laughs> Jesus. But and, I mean, I noticed that other podcasts are actually bribing their audience. Don't make us do it because mm-hmm. we're not above it. But don't make us do it. <laughs> we'd like to pretend we're above it for a while. Yeah, we'd like to tell our mums at Christmas that we're above it And then after that, all bets are off But, uh, I guess that's that's pretty much it That's that's the intro, the pizzas aren't here yet We've stalled and stalled mm. So I think we have to ask a question, don't we? We're going to be here in like two minutes Alright, well we might as well wait for the pizza and then get back to it Alright, so uh, see if you can tell the difference in the tone of our voice <laughs> <laughs> Carb coma Incoming Oh my goodness <laughs> Not only did we Eat pizza it was But we also, we also had a small uh, Therapy session there. We did Self-help. Yeah a little sharing I know Yeah well, It was very uh, Little get to know me <laughs> <laughs> And Urban Cookie Collective Yeah, yeah. Their mm-hmm. five greatest hits That was the most memorable part Yeah This year's uh, <laughs> Dance remix of Champagne Supernova Yeah uh, Urban Cookie Collective On the 3rd of December Apparently released uh, Some kind of weird Dance version of Champagne Supernova So it's good to see they're still coming up with ideas. Mm-hmm. Which is <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the top of their game. Um, um, yeah. Mm. Well, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ate a lot of pizza there. Uh, yeah, it was good pizza. Yeah, but I, I feel pretty fine though. I we, ate a lot of it. We did it pretty quickly as well. Sorry if we've got misophonia. <laughs> These are very good olives. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I guess we should get into it. Yeah. Um, so what's the deal? How are we doing this? We've just had questions uh, from... Yeah, Facebook so we have group a number Patreon of questions. Yeah, sixteen to be exact. We'll um, try and do them all. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll submissions try. from this our co-hosts of the best yes, albums of the year. They are part of those questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to start off with a Christmas one then? Okay. I, I might as well. Fuck it. That's a good yeah. shout. Aye. Yeah. So it's from Catalyze, and it is the battle of the Christmas number ones. Each of you pick your best Christmas number one and make the case. There's no winner, but Chris will probably win. <laughs> Chris, a long-time listener, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh, so you want me to go first? Actually, but actually, I want to, I want to, I want to say something before we go into this. So, mm-hmm. this you have me, the host after all. In, in my head, this means two things, right? Either like an actual novelty Christmas song, or just the best song that was number one at Christmas. Well, I, I, I feel like there's a cheap version of this. Is there not? Yeah, there's two actually. Wait, wait a minute, what? Well, there's Rage Against Machine. Yep, and there's Queen as How well. Is that a cheat? Bohemian Rhapsody. Because it's it's not. It shouldn't be a Christmas number one, but it got only got there because people hated X Factor so much. And it is it, like it, it was an also, actual good song, and it was also voted the best ever Christmas number week, one by enemy yeah. readers. Oh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't enemy readers. It was, like, it was actually by the official chart. Oh, shit, it was. Yeah, yeah. Chart. And then yeah. enemy wrote about it. That mm-hmm. must be where I saw it. Mm-hmm. And I that was this week as well. That just happened this week. So 
Yeah. But I, I mean, think as long as you can justify why you like the the song that was number one at Christmas, I've then. got the right answer anyway. So I mean, whatever, oh. you, however you want to interpret it. Is. <laughs> no, we're talking about songs that were Christmas number one because you know I looked this up earlier because it kind of confused me. The Power of Love by Frankie Goes to Hollywood wasn't the Christmas number one. number one in the first week of December the year it came out and then mm. it didn't stay there so some of the most famous Christmas songs were not actually number one at yeah. Christmas mm. mm-hmm. who's going first then? You? Well, I was going to go first and say oh. what Dave said The Killing of the Name which is a great song generally mm. the other one I was going to go with is Bohemian Rhapsody because it was number, Christmas number one twice in 1975 mm-hmm. and 1991 I mean Rage but, Against Machine is the obvious one because as I said it's it's only there as a sort of protest vote mm-hmm. and the fact you know the alternative anti X Factor people chose that song as a mm-hmm. sort of you know it's wrestling they, control out of the powers at me or whatever yeah. isn't it it's like everybody knows that Christmas number one that's the thing that all the, the companies are going to like try and push for or whatever because it's such yeah. a big thing and they're like well no but the thing is, it's not as good a song as he's seventeen stay another day. <laughs> That's very true, yeah. True. Uh, so you know, it is class, but it's just not as good as he's seventeen. I'd also put Moon River in there. Oh, of course, I yeah, saw yeah. that, which is obviously out of Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. What a awesome. fucking tune! It is a brilliant tune. Um, I, I think with the the killing and the name thing, you coalesce enough opposition around one thing, you can achieve a lot. Just ask UKIP. So mm-hmm. Rage Against mm-hmm. Machine is like the UKIP of Christmas singles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like you know that there's a dissenting vote out there, and if you can all just agree on who to dissent behind, mm-hmm. then that's it. I mean, I, it's Nigel yeah. Della Rocha <laughs> galvanise all stand, the Scrooges. They stand for very similar things. I <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, none of those are right. I will say the, ni- that. the I ninth. I said nine. Nine's is um, When a Child is Born by Johnny Mathis. <laughs> and the walls of doubt crumble, tossed and torn. This comes to pass when a child is born. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a legitimate Christmas song, isn't it? It's, it's there with like white Christmas in terms because of. Because the best Christmas album is the Johnny Mathis Christmas album. Uh, it's absolutely brilliant, and he's a he's a lovely man. Is, <laughs> he's just a lovely man. Is he a lovely man? <laughs> yeah, he's a lovely man. I believe we can be more sensitive to the needs of our fellow man, that we can be better neighbors to each other. Sometimes we take too much for granted and we forget to tell each other we care. I think the holidays provide a wonderful opportunity to bind friendships and to show our loved ones that they're important to us, that we're happy they're in the world. It's something we should do more often. And the spirit of Christmas is a joyous reminder of our responsibilities as people. Don't yeah. you start? I, I just didn't know anything about it. Yes, a lovely man. And also um, at the chapel where I used to go for Christmas mass when I was a little girl, they used to sing that. It was like <laughs> the only pop song that they sang at the yeah. carol service. They sing Killing in the Name at the chapel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, are you going for Teletubbies, Mr. Blobby, or Bobby? No, Bobby? wait a minute. I was just going to say that the 90s, even though it was a bad era mm-hmm. for music in some ways, pop music at least, it had some pretty high quality Christmas number ones. I think. Believe it or not, two became one or two become one. Two, two is become a, one is a actually a really good song. That's about safe sex, is it? Mm-hmm. Put it on, put it on. I.
Christmas. Yeah, it's about wearing. It's about safe sex. About it's wearing about a condom. Going back to your hometown and not leaving <laughs> with a regret. Meeting put an ex. It on, put it on. It's about shagging a date. Put a condom on. Oh really? Is mm. that actually? What, is it as little? They wouldn't as sing that, that at Catholic mm. mass. Mm. No. no, no, they exactly. would not. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Fucking hell! Mm-hmm. That They'd was be like, work the... out your period and then from there. <laughs> <laughs> Count it up. Do Count some maths. Count it up. Count it up. <laughs> Divide it by twenty. Withdraw. Withdraw. <laughs> Pull it. Out. Pull it. Out. <laughs> um, I d- you know what? Uh, going through the list, I didn't even realise that in two thousand and one, Robbie Williams and Nicole Kidman had a Christmas. Hi. Um, that Frank Sinatra uh, no, no, no Frank Sinatra Andy Williams song something I, yeah. I don't stupid. remember that at all I'm blocked it out Mercifully. I mean I do think that uh, 74 Lonely Last Christmas by Mud is a particularly mm. good song, good song. Um, the whole kind of like fake Elvis thing mm. uh, what, what was the Elvis Presley song that? Um, had- the Elvis Presley song that was number one at Christmas was Return to Sender it wasn't a Christmas song that's a song. weird one isn't it yeah, yeah yeah just the timing but well, I guess a lot of the early song in the charts weren't Christmas songs I think Christmas songs became a thing Christmas mm. pop songs yeah. became a thing after yeah. the, 70s, the, the wheel had got up and running but mm. mm-hmm. I've noticed that we even Dave you might have seen this as well local bands starting to release Christmas songs yeah. Hoping for some kind of like really? breakthrough thing, yeah. Oh my god, I don't pay attention to local bands anymore. Anyway, these these were all nice suggestions, but I have the correct answer to the right. best single that was ever number one at Christmas. And curiously enough, it does have an Elvis connection. It is the Pet Shop Boys cover of "Always on My Mind." That's awesome. That song, song, yeah. yeah. That is, on every level, a really it's fucking awesome. great song. It's a great original song. It's a terrific cover with loads of like really interesting changes to it, especially some of the stuff they did with the the chords. They made it look a bit more sinister. energy in that song is amazing we played it mm-hmm. we, we did an unsung Christmas uh, pod crash again as we always do and that we played that song and I, I didn't actually know until we did this research that was number one at Christmas and what a fucking tune that is that is just such a, it's got to be up there in the list of best covers when we did the covers mixtape I don't know if we even mentioned it but no, it really know. is so mm-hmm. fucking good so it's that was number good. one in 1987 and for me in terms of sheer quality, it's maybe not an iconic mm-hmm. Christmas song by the normal standards. If you're going for iconic, I would go for the Mud song just because I think it's it's fun and it's, it's a not good Not Slade, Merry Christmas, everyone. Fuck I hate that song. Oh so my much. god. <laughs> um, but in terms of like sheer quality, like what was the best song that was number one at Christmas? It was definitely that tune. Mm-hmm. Uh, Always on my mind by Pet Shop Boys. Mm-hmm. Ergo, Cat was right. I won. I have a huge soft spot for um, the Mariah, the Mariah Carey song. All I want for Christmas is you. There's something about it. It just ticks all the Christmas boxes for me. The sharing like session's over, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> that, w- that was before we pressed record again, right? And that was when the pizza was out. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I also think there's a difference between best Christmas number one and best Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Like, they are very different things, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Mariah's yeah. a class Christmas song, but... 
Mm-hmm. It was Christmas it's number not one as, multiple yeah. times. It's not as good as Rolf Harris, two little boys. <laughs> <laughs> that aged. <laughs> that aged. <laughs> yeah, indeed. 1969 as well. Anyway, oh. <laughs> what's hey. up next? Um, <laughs> 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 oh, goodness. Um, all right, we're not going in chronological order, so uh, who do we want to. Actually, we, like I said, we have submissions from yeah, some of our guest gonna, uh, presenters. Shall we, shall we play one, one of those? Yeah. Uh-huh. This, this is from Craig. Craig, <laughs> yeah. down under. Um, what's your daily old man grump? Are any of us grumpy? <laughs> Christmas number ones. That's, that's mine. Um, I mean, I used to come to this very building for hypnotherapy. <laughs> <laughs> you established that earlier on. <laughs> like, why is Vicky lying on the floor in a fetal position? <laughs> she's been here before. Um, Dave? Oh, I mean, just my entire life. <laughs> I get up. I mean, what, what? Just the general public. Oh, Christ. Human beings. I was always very an op- I was an optimistic young boy. <laughs> it's very positive, <laughs> but the more you deal with humanity, the, l- the not more according that, to that, that demo. Hey, I mean, by the by the age of sixteen, you were asking to be saved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that was to do with you know heartbreak and emotion and everything. Cutting your neighbour's grass. I believe. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, why can't people just fucking pick up dog shit? <laughs> oh that is God. a bad one. That is a that, you know what? Just, I put stuff in the bin. I don't have that, but dogs shitting on the, the, the pavement is fucking. In Deniston, there was oh a sh- a street that was kind of like off the beaten track, and it was just constantly like every two steps a big massive fucking Todd. <laughs> 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 it's like fucking nightmare. <laughs> and I've recently just become a dog owner, and it's quite easy. And you know what? It's winter. It warms you up. It's quite <laughs> a wee, wee bit of warmth hanging from your belt. I don't even have a dog, but I sometimes pick them up just to heat up my hands. Yeah, totally. There's a wee walnut whip. <laughs> um, no, wait a minute. There's there's definitely a few specific COVID themed ones. Oh, I mean, I mean, masks obviously yeah. is one, right? I mean, I, I I daily rehearse what I'm going to say to people when I finally blow my fucking stack. So when you're in a shopping centre and there are people without masks. And they don't have the, you know, exemption certificate. Fuck the exemption. But uh, you, you are either an idiot or a cunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, Often which both. one are you? And you, mm-hmm. that's like a new game to me. Is like when I see somebody, I'm like, are you a twat or are you a fucking moron? Or, yeah, most likely you fall in between. But like, do you think that the rules don't apply to you? Or do you not know what the rules are you fucking idiot did, did you ever play like Super Mario like the original Super Mario mm-hmm. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. and when you went down to the subterranean level you know that way you could actually do a thing where the wee lifts are coming uh, what, down what material is Mario's dungarees made of denim 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 <laughs> <laughs> do, you right, know, carry on. do you know that uh, <laughs> the one for the dads wait a minute I'm still midpoint <laughs> hang on hang, I, I want to just back up before before this leaves the room right before this gets out it's of the way it's just an asterisk on an asterisk it's an asterisk on the Mario thing point. right it's, just, it needs to, it's going to go out the way otherwise um, see that denim 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 that's actually the, the, the main Mario theme tune reversed and sped and slowed down it's the oh exact same song Mark phone me <laughs> Why? <laughs> because that's the ringtone on my phone. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. No. Um, so, 
on those levels though, in the subterranean levels, there were wee lifts that came down, right? And you could run along, and if you turbo boosted, you could jump up to where the score was above the bricks mm-hmm. and run along and skip the whole level. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, in fact, you could even go right over the pipe mm-hmm. and get to a wee secret pipe and mm-hmm. scoot through the levels, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the people pipe. that worked mm-hmm. that out had a certain fucking look in their face. So yeah. see, sometimes when you're out and about and you see people with their fucking like daisy lanyard on and they're smoking... They have that <laughs> same look on their face Like they've figured out The way to the secret fucking yeah. level They're like oh you could just get the lanyard <laughs> And then you can light up And fuck everybody You can't do anything about it mm-hmm. that, is a, <laughs> that is a fucking big one for me I really wish those fucking lanyards Were fucking highly combustible And anybody that lit up around them Was immediately horribly disfigured That that would make the world a better place <laughs> 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 right. I have I have some non <laughs> excuse me I have some non COVID gripes. Um, one that affects this podcast, apart from the helicopters overhead right now. Yeah, you know yeah, I noticed that. Mm. <laughs> they found me. I don't know how, but they found me. What's <laughs> been serious? Oh, it's gone. It's gone. It crashed. Anyway, um, one that affects this podcast and has affected this podcast in in the past. Uh, boy racers with big exhausts, yes, oh, yes. or yeah. loud exhausts. I have Tiny one to penises. add to this, so, yeah, um, because we often, obviously, during COVID, have had to record remotely. The number of times we've had to stop recording and redo a bit or try and edit out some douchebag going by my house. Mate, we- my house is on the corner at a junction, and my bed at like fucking three o'clock in the morning. You've got people in their cars raving their engines outside my house like with the big exhaust and all that it's oh, it's, it's a bit like the lanyard thing with the cigarette i mean it's a, it's an it's like an overt statement of fuck you it's like i could have an efficiently running car that just did what it did mm-hmm. but i've chosen to make my car as antisocial as possible mm-hmm. like it's a fucking statement and that's why whenever i'm walking home drunk i always tip my food onto the <laughs> windscreen <laughs> of those cars um and I think another one that's kind of, you know, misophonia related uh, is people that use their mobile phones without the earphones. Like, have video calls and and speaker chats and you're just like, absolutely. Another one which is like, speaks to an absolute lack of awareness. I don't have that one as much because I'm not really on public transport anymore. No, but you see people walking down the street and they've got their phone like like that, like they're fucking bottom of their phone, they're just screaming into the bottom of their phone. It's like, do you know that Uh, you're supposed to put... It's in cafes and stuff as well. (laughs) Jeez, oh, Dom Jolly was doing jokes about that like (laughs) 25 years ago. Nobody got the fucking hint. Uh Well, my gripe is Alexa. I'm sorry but it's a Scottish accent gripe and I know it's it's really (laughs) tried right but Alexa does not understand me at all (laughs) even tonight I was trying to figure out there's a question coming up later and I was like Alexa play shellac she was like Sherlock on BBC (laughs) I was like so I was like I'll try and change my my pronunciation I was like Alexa can you play shellac she was like Shelly something or whatever and I was like right Fucking hell, Alexa. I was like, can you play 1000 Hertz, Shellac? She's like, Sherlock. And I'm like, <laughs> at this point, like sweating. Mm-hmm. And like, so, <laughs> honestly, she, and then on the days when it's a Celtic game, and I'm like, Alexa, play the Celtic Symphony. She's like, Celtic Symphony. I'm like, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> I, used to have, I used to have that book in cinema tickets. See, when the Cineworld system was automated before oh the apps God, were really yeah. a thing, mm-hmm. that, that was, you, you do have to do an English just, impersonation. Yeah, you have yeah. to phone like, up and go, I'd like tickets to, uh, uh-huh. Man of Steel, but please. But this is the thing, right? I've purchased her. She's my slave, and she's <laughs> she is like living with a really insensitive, ignorant 
English person. <laughs> 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 um, but there you go. Right, yeah, done yeah. It. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, the English are to blame. <laughs> uh, does that clear that up? Uh, I, I wanted to add to the car thing. I love driving, mm-hmm. um, and the, the thing about the exhaust really fucks me off because they just want to have cars that sell Lamborghinis and they're fucking little fucking shitty Ford Focus like mine with a massive exhaust and their tiny dick. It's like fuck off, mate. You're, you're impressing nobody here. Like no, no, no lasses went. Oh, listen, they're fucking that's Ford Focus. That's making me wet. Like, fuck off. It's not happening, right? Um, but it's it's mostly. Um, I, I'm actually. I think about. Let's see if this ever happens. You'll notice me did it right. I think daily about starting up an Instagram account, which is just me sticking stickers on cars that are really badly parked and saying I'm a f- I've parked like a fanny and just put mm-hmm. it right in the centre of the window. One actually, of those horrible ones that you can't oh you have God. to. At my old flat, there was a car outside and somebody had put on the window. I'm I park like a cunt. Yeah, uh, and the, the, that sticker, <laughs> the sticker remained on the window for like two and a half years. It was there forever. Mark was they just didn't use the car. But, but I want, I want to do that, and then also put the handle for the Instagram account, so they can send the abuse towards me at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's yeah. Fucking amazing. Do you, ever, do you ever wonder about feedback? Like, yeah, totally. If you've, <laughs> yeah. If, if you've ever had like a kind of kind of what would you call it a communal parking area, like, do you ever wonder about those cars that people seem to just park and then forget about? Mm. Like they're covered in like a layer of moss and stuff. Mm. Like, who are these people that can afford? I actually not, not I to have, sell a car. Just I have <laughs> I have a friend who I I know in the last six years has just abandoned four cars. <laughs> That's mad. That it's fucking mental. And this person runs business runs businesses, but they're Into like the ground. It's like <laughs> yeah, and it's like oh yeah, I, I just I bought this car for you know fifteen hundred quid off eBay, used it for six months. And then, like a burner, a burner car. Aye, exactly. <laughs> and then it's like so oh, oh, the tire was flat, so I just I just left it, and then. Like three months later, oh, I just bought another one. I don't know what happened to that one. It's like <laughs> fucking hell, man. That's mad. That's yeah, That's and he mad. genuinely does that. I mean, it's um, like, but I mean, it's like hundreds. There are hundreds of pounds of scrap metal there, at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Is, who, who are these people? Like, I mean, yeah, like I, I can't leave a um, old radiator out my door outside my door for like more than two days, and somebody will chat my door and say, "Can I take that?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I go for it, mate." But in. And then they come in and be like, "Can I take that one as well?" <laughs> Still <laughs> using that. <laughs> just a quick one on. Uh, Can car- I take you? <laughs> a quick one on car-related things. I, I really wish Audi. Could reinstate indicators on the exactly. cars. I was thinking the exact same fucking thing. And you know what, mate? If you buy an Audi, they don't have indicators. No, actually, I, I, I can I can confirm that, that when I was in, I was in Denmark, it did have indicators on it. Really, I was, really? I was, my mind fucking was fucking hell. blown. Oh, man. Oh, just because they don't I'm use them. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they don't oh, use them. Literally, yeah, yeah, that like, is really annoying. I sat in the car and I, and I said to I said to my girlfriend, I was like. I'm going to turn left here, right? Let's see if Indicator works. Yeah. And she was like, what are you talking about? I was like, it's fucking working. I'm now <laughs> at the stage where I'm... I then crashed I, that car, incidentally. I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> mind just buying a total burner of a car and just going out and then any time a car doesn't indicate and I have to do an evasive action, <laughs> not evase. Just, <laughs> just fucking take the hit and I'll just be like, oh, you didn't fucking indicate. It was your fault. I've got previous with that. When I failed my first driving test, uh, it was because of someone not indicating on a roundabout. They didn't indicate. I kind of went to go, and then yeah. I stopped. And the the guy was like, "No, nah, it's." A I nearly got arrested oh. about six months ago, because <laughs> uh, I was driving down. Is that them coming was, back for you, yeah, baby? Because <laughs> uh, listeners, there's a police helicopter or something overhead here. Traffic lights, and there's two lanes, and you could go right or you could go straight ahead. And the car in front of me was parked and wasn't indicating, and uh, I went right up behind it, and I was waiting, and then the traffic to the left of me filled up 
and then the lights went green and he moved forward and then he was going to turn right Ooh, and I was like why the fuck are you not indicating and then I, I can't move left and I'm stuck there fucking ages Ooh. so I stuck my hand out my window and I went fuck you you prick and uh, then there were two police on, on a horse <laughs> on horses right there as well and I was like not you sorry <laughs> honestly that is that is one of my oh, biggest pet hates my day. I, I think I had that. I had curry to take home in the car as well so it was in a rush <laughs> I was getting cold I mean yeah Craig you've you, you've set the beast loose like, honestly with the can of worms yeah. welcome uh, grumpy old cunts yeah, I know exactly <laughs> car related seems to be the focus alright so I, I think in this episode we've got time for one more decent sized question we should probably make it music related though seeing as that was mostly a venting exercise but before we do that mm-hmm. let's listen to uh, a submission by one of our regular co-hosts I think uh, shall we go for Anna yeah, I was mm-hmm. just exactly what I was thinking. Anna Goldthorpe. Mm-hmm. So uh, we asked Anna, Ferruccio and Craig to send us in the record that had been pushing their buttons from this year, which they kindly did. So we will defer to Anna and then come back. Hello, unsingers. This is Anna Goldthorpe here. Chris had got in touch with me to find out if I had a favourite album of the year. And without doubt, it's got to be the latest Nick Waterhouse LP, Promenade Blue. It's his fifth album. With everyone that he brings out, I always think this one's going to be the best one. But this one is definitely the best one so far. So a standout track on it for me would probably be the opening track, Place Names. It's really beautiful. Getting high on place names. Never, never cry on cold days. Never, never mind a trip on the freeway. The cover of the LP has this lovely golden light in it and just a photograph of Nick on the front and I feel like the vibe throughout all of the songs is definitely a more mid-tempo, chilled out sound with really great connotations of beautiful sunshine, relaxed atmosphere and really nice warm tones to all of the instruments as well. Another track that I really enjoy on it is Fugitive Lover. It's got a kind of sinister sound to it, which I'm always on the lookout for. I love anything that's got a wee bit of a spooky vibe. So if you've never checked out Nick Waterhouse, his music is mostly 60s R&B influenced, but modern tunes, and he does a couple of different covers quite often on B-sides of singles that he's released. So I would highly recommend that you check him out. Cool. Anybody familiar with Nick Waterhouse? Well, since I'm privy to this information before the, the actual <laughs> sure podcast you. You I did, did your check, homework? I did my homework and I thought it was brilliant 
Did you? I, I really liked it. Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, I listened to it as well. I thought it was pretty good. It's I didn't expect him to look like that. He looks like a kind of um, Morrissey almost yeah, character. Yeah, he's got that he? sort of eighties teddy boy vibe. Uh-huh. Or Morrissey's got the vibe that he's going for from the sixties. That was because that yeah, was kind of Morrissey's I, thing, isn't of course, it? Like uh-huh. He was mm-hmm. doing like a weird reproduction. Of that. Yeah, it was cool. It was it was certainly a fun album. Mm-hmm. It was really upbeat, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, no, I I know because we're my work is putting them on next year at some point. Awesome, well, there you and go. I have that now. That's my New Year's resolution of last year was to actually start listening to the bands that we're putting on because <laughs> it got to the stage where i was like listening to bands and i'll be like oh they're fucking great oh we put them on three weeks ago I missed that. <laughs> oh well i should have known about that so uh yeah no he's pretty cool i think playing mono at some point so thanks anna mm-hmm. okay uh next question so mark uh you're the man with the spreadsheet what uh what question are we going to go for so our, our good friend and co co-host anna has asked us what is the favourite album you've found via the pod this year? Specifically via Specifically the pod. Specifically via the podcast, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, Vicky, you want to go first? Yeah, I mean, um, it might be obvious because this was actually an episode that I was on, but it's Millie Jackson caught up. Um, that's been my favourite album that I've discovered from the podcast this year and I explain that in the podcast so go and listen to it <laughs> um, but also what I quite liked as well in summertime there was a, an um, episode about cannibal that I really enjoyed after I listened to that I had like maybe two weeks of listening to that all the time and I really really enjoyed that as well so yeah um, it's a wonderful album fantastic uh, what's the name of the album again Mark? The Cold Vein The Cold Vein mm. that's right yeah Dave? Um, well funnily enough I, I think mine was maybe it's not one I've actually listened to that often, but it's one that really interested me when we did it, and it was there's something nostalgic about it, even though I, I don't know if I remember listening to them, but it was uh, Jar Crew. Andy's talked about and I just thought they were like a really interesting band and then I sort of was looking them up and looking at at all those UK era bands at that point and they were just a really interesting band at an interesting point yeah Um, and that was a fun episode with Andy it was Mm. was indeed good pattern yeah Mark Uh, it's between two for me um we did uh, an episode uh, with Ryan from the Broken, Le- the Broken Record Player podcast about Susie and the Banshee's Thunderbox. Good really getting into Susan the Banshees as a result. I think Juju's a fucking amazing record. I've listened to that and Thunderbox a lot. Somebody should get you that for Christmas. Yeah, somebody should get me that for Christmas. <laughs> um, and another one which I still listen to a lot is the, is the Big Country record as well. Like 
just fucking phenomenal. The crossing. The crossing, yeah. I just listen to that like pretty much once a week. You know what's really strange? You are a man that made a point of saying how much you hate post punk, exactly. and yet both of those albums are debatable <laughs> yeah, post punk yeah, albums. Exactly. I, that had not that had not escaped me when I was thinking about this. There you go. Well, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mean, I, I overlap in a couple of those. Uh, the Susie episode was really, really opening for me. I mean, shortly prior to that, I'd started listening to Susie and the Banshees because I felt like it had been a bit of a blind spot. Yeah, and mm-hmm. was there not an episode that we actually? We're listening to Susie for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what it, was it? It cropped up on one of the, I think it was Wire. Yeah, maybe. Um, That's when I yeah, like. I was like, oh, after you'd done it, I was like, oh, I should. Yeah, Susie and so I'd I'd been doing a little bit of like immersion in that, and then doing that episode in particular caused me to kind of what would you say engage with the rest of the catalogue. Mm. I will say though, Juju was my entry point, and that's still my favourite point. You know, I, I think the, the the first track off a of hyena, the name of which completely escapes me at the moment, I think is arguably their best song uh, in and of itself. But uh, Juju as an album it was just amazing. That that was great. And but the thing is, for so many people, that's taken for granted. We are way behind the curve in that mm. one. Um, Dave, as much as I didn't massively enjoy any particular stuff, uh, the Cocteau Twins episode was good for me, just mm. in the sense that I felt like I got to grips with their legacy a wee bit. They were just such a behemoth. I didn't know where to start, how to tackle it. And it was interesting to just have some sort of like familiarity with what they've mm-hmm. done now, you know. So when I hear them as well, I'm like, oh, that's Cocteau. That's from mm-hmm. this era, that era. That was kind of interesting. Susie came up on that episode as well, like quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, so many bands like that for me that I feel like I've just never, like I feel like the moment's passed and I can't mm-hmm. get into, unless like, I've given the opportunity. Like, see, to be absolutely honest, like see the Jesus and Mary chain. I know absolutely nothing about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it, you know, you should start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that that is one of the big advantages of doing this show is that mm-hmm. it's forced us. Like, I mean, another one that would highlight here is another perfect example: Scott Walker. They'll turn the buffalo. They'll turn the buffalo. I didn't know fucking anything about Scott Walker, you know, doing yeah. that episode forced me to engage mm-hmm. with Scott Walker and that was probably the hardest I worked on a show all last year in terms of the amount of stuff that you had to engage with because yes. and it, it's quite mm-hmm. you know, it's not easy listening. It's dense no, exactly. No, I mean it is literally easy listening to begin with and then it's <laughs> exactly very, very hard listening. Well, when you get into his later stuff, you can't just dip in and out of it. No. You know, you really need mm-hmm. to like get mm-hmm. stuck in. Um and uh, yeah, again, well no one album really grabbed me you know there's like is it the, ele- the electrician mm-hmm. that that song yeah. is obviously a standout moment um some of his later albums i thought were particularly good um but it just being more aware of scott walker and his legacy mm-hmm. and why so many people are so into him that was really that's really useful it's like it's yeah. a useful bit of musical education i think all three of them Susie, it's a reference point into yeah. it mm-hmm. scott walker and cocktail twins were good educations uh, and esg Same. Yeah, ESG yeah, yeah. was just a really great education. Like Absolutely. such such an overlooked band. Probably, arguably the band that most fits the remit of the podcast for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, what was it? Come away with me. Mm. Yeah, is that the name mm. of the album? Come um, away with ESG, I think. Yeah. Come away with ESG. They probably epitomise what we're talking about. Like bands that have had this enormous, like overwhelming impact on the music world, and that you're actually weirdly familiar with. You don't know why. Mm-hmm. You don't know what that sample is. Mm-hmm. And in fact, they spent their life battling the fact that they weren't getting compensated for the heavy amount of sampling that went on with their stuff. They were they were terrific. Um, there's also somebody I know, I, I don't know who it is, but I obviously must know them, has started an Instagram called Just Honkin' Sleeves. <laughs> and uh, and it's just got terrible album artwork. Miller Jackson. And uh, ESG is... Oh, yeah. Well, they'll both, I'd imagine they'll both be on the last two yeah. are two of the worst album covers I've ever horrendous, seen. Horrendous, horrendous. In a different way from Back to the Ship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, still up there. Um, I think... This album is going to play a part later on, so I won't labour it, but uh, my favourite album to emerge from podcast research in the last year is The Visitors (laughs) from the ABBA special. I mean... I get, like yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bang on about it at length, mm-hmm. but it was I actually you found your people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These are these are my kin. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my answer. You did have a big birthday this year, didn't you? It was last year. Oh, it was last. No, oh, I, spent, mm-hmm. I spent that alone yeah. in in, uh, in the Hilton in Edinburgh. <laughs> tell you that. I yeah, had, no, no, I, I know. I forgot. I, I got just, like a premium suite last at year, the Hilton. Really and played and played. Funnily enough, I played Super Mario in the Hilton on yeah. a NES emulator, <laughs> and then took a two-hour bath. Um, it was it was wonderful. It's, it's the way everybody should do it. <laughs> alone, it was a full moon. I drank. Eight percent beer down at the Scottish Parliament building. Oh, beautiful! By the way, guys, it's the winter solstice today. Oh yeah, which means it's the shortest day, but also the longest night. And it's so, all it's all uphill from here. <laughs> By the way, a long night in Scotland is a seriously long night for oh, anybody listening. The, a long night <laughs> is like a week. What did, you, what did we have? Two hours of daylight today. It was like? very short because, like, even by the time it was like half past three, it was mm-hmm. like bl- it was pitch black outside. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Really short day. Mm-hmm. Hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right guys well uh let's let's go for one more question we we, we flew through that um we'll do one more for this episode uh mark let you put it into the shuffle and pull out yeah. what you feel jason i'm gonna go for, with one from my good friend jason t uh last a couple of years ago we did this and i pronounced i tried to pronounce his surname couldn't do it He's simply echoes that's not how you say it it's not <laughs> no he gave it trouble for saying that Oh, and he hasn't told me how to say it So Jason Another Fuck you <laughs> <laughs> um, Musicians that should have joined The 27 Club Oh, oh That's yeah. the question Oh my goodness So is it Musicians that should well, have died that's it. Yeah At 27 that's it. Or, or is it should they have Because of their lifestyle Well it's however you take it So right, They're well, lucky to still lists. be alive <laughs> Or Their cultural legacy Has been tarnished By their later work uh-huh. Or you just wish they were dead. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I've got. I've put my answers in three categories. A was because they are scumbags mm-hmm. and should just be dead. B was because it would have cemented them as legends instead of ruining their own rep, as they yeah. says. Oh, yeah. And C was because they just seem the type. Like mm. the, uh, that was a category. Like a, a, a musician that you're amazed they survived. I mean, Keith Richards is an yeah, obvious yeah, one. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, musicians. So I've split it into those three categories. Will I? Will I go first? Yeah, yes. sure. Um, okay. I mean, I will say, what, I don't know what the legal ins and outs are of running a podcast on people that well, should. Can I just say, <laughs> can I just check? Because we might have bingo on maybe a, a few of them. 
Yeah, exactly. I've, so I've I've got three that I think we might have all chosen. I've all right, six. good, good, okay. good. All right, okay. okay. Um, part A for me because they are simply scumbags. People mm-hmm. that should have joined the mm-hmm. Twenty Seven Club because mm-hmm. it would all have been better off. Varg, Varg, right, Varg. I didn't have that. yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing with that is that debatably Varg could have become like a really powerful, useful figure if he died and not been the ridiculous fucking parody of himself that he is now on, on well, not on YouTube anymore, but Yeah, but Twitter. do you not think that that might have added, like, his more mystique. power to his mm. right-wing mystique? Well, that's, that actually, see now I'm so saying... So it's that, maybe actually... That's what I'm saying, yeah. The fact that he didn't die didn't allow him to acquire that sort of almost martyr, mm. like, right. yeah, mm. especially if he died in prison. Um, Faust... As well, mm-hmm. certainly the guy, the drummer from the drummer Emperor, guy, yeah. that fucking killed the man for being gay in a park, mm-hmm. and everybody yeah. seems to have just. I thought, yep, thought come back Faust to that. was like a folky lassie. Oh, that's a that's, that's a different feist. Feist. Oh, so it is yeah. right. Okay, there's, there's loads of feists in yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Gary Glitter. That's an obvious one, right? Ooh. Oh. I mean, Gary Glitter when he was 27 <laughs> was probably he was probably up to some dodgy shit, but he probably hadn't done the maximum amount of damage. He certainly it was unlikely he'd visited Thailand at that point. Mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe that would have mm-hmm. helped if he just mm-hmm. had. If we'd all been able to go and put on, I'm a leader, I'm a, and enjoy it guilt free, mm. not knowing about what a fucking wanky was. Um, and I mean, I guess it seems a bit much to say Eric Clapton. He's a fucking arsehole Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> is that, is that bing? He's, yes. an, he's an arsehole he, he, I'm not wishing death on the guy He's a fucking no, arsehole he's, he's had some horrible stuff in his life as well But he, he is an arsehole He was in the news this week because oh, oh, what He was sued it? a granny He sued a granny what A German it? granny for selling a secondhand eBay bootleg for 9 euros And he he sued her for like 4,000 euros And she had to pay costs I mean why? Yeah. But I mean he did, he did say on stage that you know, he was a fan of Enoch Powell mm-hmm. and that black people were the problem. So, yeah, I mean, and he's an anti-vaxxer, so I mean... That, uh, you, him and fucking Van Morrison released <laughs> yeah. a fucking anti-vax single. Yeah. What the fuck? That was a mind-blower. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, I mean, the, the thing is, though, right, yeah. ultimately, he's a scumbag. He's not a murderer. Mm-mm. Yeah, He's a fucking scumbag, but yeah. he's not a murderer and he's not a paedophile. But he's bland, so he should have maybe died at oh, He's, he's very boring. Uh David, give me a, an Eric Clapton single for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's the that's the that's the vibe I'm going for. And uh, somebody got a Pete Townsend one as well. <laughs> well, you know, he was just doing research. I got he Pete Townsend. Research, yeah. um, okay, okay uh, B, category B, because it would have cemented them as legends instead right. of ruining their own rep. Morrissey. Yep, Morrissey. Yes. Morrissey for very sure. Good. Have we all got Morrissey? I don't Bingo. have Morrissey, but, but I think that's very good. Yeah. So there's yeah, a, yeah. there's a guy who would have gone down in the annals of that history is very good. as a fucking like mm-hmm. all, like a Curtis mm. Ian Curtis, probably even above Ian mm-hmm. Curtis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In terms of like uh, like lasting legacy. 100%. Yeah. But he stuck about. Um, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, ding, ding, ding. He's one of my three yeah, as well. Michael Jackson, at the age of 27, oh if he'd passed away, God. we'd have probably lost some pretty good songs, but we would also have been able to enjoy all the good songs that well, Michael before. Michael Jackson, I think, was born in a 58. Eight. So 68, 78, 85. 80, we'd have still got Thriller. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. fine. As long as we had Beat It. Because on we Friday, wouldn't have Beat It. I think Beat It we was on bad. Beat, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But oh. you could have got Eddie Van Halen to... Team up with Prince uh, instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because remember that. Prince. And, uh, <laughs> right, uh-huh. uh, Courtney Love. Ooh, Courtney Love. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not wishing that Courtney Love was dead. And Courtney Love, obviously, the wife of Kurt Cobain, who did join the Twenty Seven Club. But uh, I, she just she falls into my category C as well. Uh, John Lydon. 
I had him in Johnny category Rotten. A. Johnny Rotten I had Johnny Rotten I had Johnny Rotten Category A for me I would maybe <laughs> even be able to enjoy the Sex Pistols Pill? a bit I I really like Pill but like I think Sex Pistols would have been a much more much a much less frowned upon band mm, if okay. yeah. you know if he'd gone the way of Sid Vicious okay. and also the cholesterol level of the British public would be better. I know. Think about that butter he's sold. Butter <laughs> he's <no>. a killer. <laughs> he's like Gary Lineker and his crisps. <laughs> <laughs> what is the body count? So I've got two John categories. Butter. Right. It's probably worse than Tony Blair. I, <laughs> <laughs> I had the category of just like the should have because I don't want them. Who's and that? Um, so that was Liam Gallagher, the lead singer of <laughs> the Few, and Eric Clapton. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, don't let no Mark, wait a minute, let's let's, let's stop <laughs> a second. <laughs> Liam Gallagher, he's the better Gallagher now. Oh no, uh, they're both rubbish. No, but he has now. See, for for a long time, <laughs> no Gallagher was unquestionably the superior Gallagher mm-hmm. and then no. something switched and Liam Gallagher started catching him and he's now passed him and then especially in the light of Covid and stuff that's like that. my kid on list right <laughs> <laughs> the real I list didn't pick is up this now. wait a minute who's the lead singer of The View what's his name Kyle Kyle something Faulkner Faulkner yeah. he's, he's still going rubbish. strong yeah, fucking he's got shit, COVID. Though, isn't he? So has he got, has he got I think, COVID? I, I bet so. he's got a particularly shite brand of COVID as well. <laughs> Aye. So Dundee the, COVID. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Kappa variant. The, the other ones is probably Patient just zero. like you would have expected it because of their lifestyle or whatever, right? Cat power. Shh, yeah, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, probably. I guess that's what you're saying. Lou Barlow and Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair play. Yeah, the first two I'll give you. Um... I, I would have I put guess. Liam and No Gallagher in category B. That you'd have expected them to overdose. I, I think it would have been better if, if they died at twenty seven well, from yeah. a cocaine overdose because that's that's <laughs> the way they were going. <laughs> that is like if Oasis had um, you know died in a plane crash in nineteen ninety six, um, they wouldn't have uh, been fucking. They wouldn't have done. They wouldn't have had nothing. Would have what, changed. They, Britain would be better. <laughs> it, it definitely what, would. What would yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, Loch Lomond would have missed out in the, that well, massive yeah. amount of income. Um, wait a minute. So Lou Barlow, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you're saying. I, I know you're not for a minute wishing that was the no. case. You're saying it. No, 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 no. Hang no. on. No, I get that. Mm-hmm. I get. But you're saying the sort of Elliot Smith capacity, yes. like similar sort of troubled, mm-hmm. tortured yeah. artist thing. Didn't you tell me that Lou Barlow was on stage crying, and so was Cat Power? I believe. Like, you know, Cat Power made a habit of that, I believe. But Lou Barlow, I think. Had done a he did like a three night stand at Sleazy's in Glasgow uh, quite a mm. while back and supposedly had a bit of a breakdown when he was doing that mm-hmm. in the middle of that yeah he's good uh, yeah I think some he, health he, reasons. he also always seems like quite a troubled guy but at the same time uh, in terms of twenty seven he was definitely not at his creative peak then. Well, Cat Power, yeah, I would say probably was, and I think Cat Power Power was drinking a lot. Mm, um, like I went to see her in Edinburgh, and she came on the stage with half a bottle of Talisker, which means she drank half a bottle of Talisker. Or spilled it. Mm-hmm. Right, or she could. If she was crying, it. she might have been upset. Um, spilling it. She wasn't crying. She was more like um, just dissociative. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Yeah, she used to interrupt her own songs all the time. Oh, she, she would like, start and then stop. Mm-hmm. And people in the crowd were being shit and being like, oh, fuck off and blah, blah, blah. And th- which I thought was a bit harsh. But um, yeah. She was like, well, fuck you, then. Just kill yourself right on stage <laughs> just to get them back. Did Marilyn Manson not say he was going to do that? Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He's another one that would 
have had a better reputation had yeah. he perished. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah. How old was he when he when he started to get really big? Forty. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think he was as young as we all think. No, he, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he was a music journalist for a while. I think he was in his early twenties when he started to get big. Right. Okay. Which is older than a lot of people would yeah. have been in that era. Um, I, on the theme of just seeming the type, uh, as I say, I think Courtney Love. When I say Courtney Love, I don't mean it because I mean mm-hmm. any. No, but when her band did woman, die young, yeah. didn't they? What was her name again? Um, not Patty Shamel. Um, Melissa. No, no, I'm thinking of Melissa after my. No, it's terrible. That I can't remember that oh, as well. Why is that? Listening? It'll come back to me. It's a, yeah, but um, another one that I think is Nicola Verri. <laughs> Amazed that Nicola Berry didn't die at 20. He's still releasing like shit albums with really terrible album artwork. Yeah, he's a fucking nutter. Did he get bumped out of Queens because he like battered his partner? Yeah. I think that was a big part of it, but he was a loose loose fucking cannon as well. Like Josh Om kicked that photographer lassie in the face. Yeah. Mm. Ah, But he wasn't going out there. Oh, well, <laughs> the dynamic was different. It was it's, more of a war fine. scenario in that. Situation. Did you know if uh, if Kanye West died when he was twenty seven, he'd have only released one album. I know that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Think about all think the about the world that we mm-hmm. would think. Like think about all the albums that Hudson Mohawk could have put out and gotten famous of that right, Kanye exactly. hadn't stolen yet. Um, and uh, Tommy Lee, Motley oh. Crue. A guy that I think Well just any of Motley Crue Motley Crue generally I I mean they came pretty close I've always been insignificant So it doesn't really matter I think we're talking about people That probably came pretty close I mean Phil Anselmo He's one that came pretty close He died Yeah And then was resuscitated Gigi Allen lived till he was 36 Wow That's mad Mm -hmm. Slash he He overdosed when he was out On a bender with Nicky Six. Ozzy Osbourne Nicky Six dumped him In London Nicky Six dumped him in a Dumped him in a skip And fucked off in his limousine Not like should have, but like it's amazing that he's still. He's amazing that he's still. The good thing is, if you don't have a pogs, it's easier to put you in a bin. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) if he's going to object, I was it the other way around. That was Nicky Six slashed up Nicky Six and a a skip in London and fucked off after they went and get heroin uh, in some dodgy part of East London. That's some pretty sizable legal jeopardy you just put us in there. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of them, one of them's in the in, in the in the dark by Motley Crue. So, I mean, just the fact you that got they, any didn't they? Twenty-seven. Axel Rose. Axel Rose. <laughs> nah, he's not. He's not interesting enough. Mm. I know, but the, I mean, because I know he's put a lot of shit records, man. After he was twenty-seven. Oh, you're so. saying he should have? Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he should have. Mm-hmm. Sure. Celine Sigma. Dion, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Adams as well. Cliff Richard. Oh, Ryan. Ad- Cliff Richard. <laughs> Cliff Richard. <Defo. laughs> See, it end this up. Right, see Elvis. See if Elvis had actually died at twenty-seven. I think he'd have been a lot happier. Yeah, yeah. you know. Have you been to Graceland? No, he was not a happy man. No, I, he was I, I, incredibly disturbed. I really upset. fucking enjoyed burgers, man. I he mean, loved burgers. He, he, he loved, he loved shooting guns. He was, he was he a, a mummy's boy. He, he loved horses. He wouldn't have got to eat the burgers if he'd been dead, though. I would t- like look. If you give me a choice between dying at twenty-seven, how old was Elvis when he died? 40 So dying oh, at 27 wow. Or having 13 years Of eating burgers I would eat burgers For 13 years And then die I was in the I was in the no, I bet you got no, to lose No 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 Do you know no. 
The toilet he died on was actually a toilet in his gym in Graceland, uh-huh. and in the gym was a bar. <laughs> <laughs> and a piano and a pinball machine as well as a big racquetball court. So he, he basically played racquetball. He was trying. He played racquetball. He, he was shit trying so hard. The diet starts on Monday. Do, do, do you want to know? Do you want to know why he was training? Do, do you want to know why? He had compacted yeah. constipation. Because like. his, his, his mum used to basically clean out his ass for him, and when she died, it stopped happening. Ah, oh, rock and roll, eh? So. Well, I mean, we did. We, yeah, were, we yeah. were talking over. Because he pe- lived with his parents. Lived with him. Like, I mean, he should have died at twenty seven. We, I mean, we were talking over the pizza break uh, about our relationships with our parents. Mark and should just never have said that. <laughs> <laughs> his reputation was fine until now. It's just been tarnished now. I think we can we can all agree that none of us have a close enough relationship with mum oh to God, have our no. colons cleaned it. Right? Absolutely not. <laughs> What's with that? <laughs> Is that an eye? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I guess we should leave I, it on. I think that's part one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, should we should we have one more? <laughs> <laughs> no, let's le- le- let's let's leave it in the stool. Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> oh. uh, well, that's been a pleasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when's the next episode out? In a couple of days? Next week? Next month? No, weekly. weekly, weekly. Um, as is the format, uh, mm-hmm. unless you're a sub. Uh, if you are having such a lovely time and wanting to hear what other crazy things will land us in court, um, you can subscribe and Mark will send you the link to the next episode early. Yes. Thanks so much, Mark. He's the host. <laughs> Very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you heard? Um, but yeah, please uh, subscribe, Mark. How do people subscribe or chip in? Uh, Unsoundpod.net forward slash donate. You can chuck us some money for some beers, which we've already drank. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can do an ongoing subscription on Patreon. In January, we will be doing, we will be revamping Patreon, and it's going to be fucking cool. Mm. Look, look forward to that. Cool. Am I still getting my t-shirt though? Oh shit! You all get your t-shirt, <laughs> but you may very well be the last t-shirt we ever do. <laughs> um, all right. See you soon. Bye. Cheerio. Bye.